He's the star of Discovery Channel's Property Wars. He's been personally involved in over 15,000 real estate transactions. Now he's here to help you win the property war. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, or flipping, he's got the answer. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. It is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show, brought to you by the Doug Hopkins team, powered by my home group. Also, Kevin's your financing specialist. You need to get hooked up. You've got to call him, 480-560-5555. Dylan Martin with the Doug Hopkins team. Get the professional to help you get the most money out of your property. Call him now at 480-498-8000. And, of course, clear title, Shannon Deutsch. She's the lady. Call her, 480-278-8470 for an amazing title experience. And, of course... DougHopkins.com. I'm back, baby. Yeah. yeah. The fast, easy way to sell your house. Go online, put in your address, you'll get a cash offer, or hit them up at 1-800-SELL-NOW. Doug, wow. What? It's just amazing to see you back here. Oh, man. It's been seven, 17 days overseas, and I am happy to be back. I'll tell you, that, that trip is no joke. 17, it was what, 17, 18, 18 and a half hours, I believe, just flight times. And then, How'd you, you know, do on that? I was wondering. I was thinking about that the whole day you were flying, if you were getting all jet crazy and 28 crazy. hours to get back home because so, our, our hotel was four hours away from the, from the Rome airport. Uh, we stayed in... Um, uh, gosh, it starts with the M. Wine country, right? Yeah, what's the wine country? Starts with Mykonos, sir. Oh, Moscato. No. What's it? Uh, Moscato. Sorry, uh, you're more cultured than me. I've never been there, <laughs> so me knowing it's, the name is a know, low where, probability. It was. I don't know. We're in the middle of wine country and uh, somewhere near Florence and between Florence and Pisa. Everything was an hour trip anywhere we were going. From. Yeah. We, we stayed at a beautiful place. Uh, it was called uh, Castle Falfi. Um, and it was, it was an amazing place, but it was an hour away from anything. So we're always getting in a bus and having to go, but the leaning tower pizza, that was amazing. Uh, Did you eat some pizza or we did? I I can tell you this, um, the pizza, I was so stoked for the food in in Italy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, I was disappointed. Wow! Really? Yeah, I was, I was, was, Greece was off the hook though, right? Greece was amazing. The food in Greece was, was terrific. Absolutely terrific. The people of Greece were amazing. The hospitality, the, the just everything. Uh, I have uh, the. I go to, back to Greece in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm, but I'm Italy, good. not so much. I'm good huh? with Italy. No, I'm done. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's cool to see like the Colosseum and the Vatican and, and oh, do yeah. tours and stuff like that, and see this stuff from thousands of years ago that people put up. That it's like it's just how did they do it? Like two thousand years ago, how in the world did they build these these huge cathedrals? That just insane. Yeah, it's insane. You know, even with the the leading tower of Pisa, you know, went, what, uh, went up there. That was started in like eleven fifty three. So, is it still leaning? Right? Do you when you? Oh yeah, there, yeah, it's still leaning. It probably would have fell down if they didn't reinforce it. Every couple but, years, right? Yeah, they they reinforced it in two thousand and one, I believe, yeah. and um, and so that it's safe to to go up. But I mean, it 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 makes me dizzy. It made me dizzy when I walked in. No way. You're like tilting. It was like going into one like of those vertigo? fun rooms, you know, on, on the carnival, <laughs> yeah. going into like a fun room. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. But just the, the you know, we realized, or, or at least I did, that we're a pretty young country here. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, and. Even back east where it's like a couple hundred years old and they have what you would consider to be older stuff. It's That's nothing in the no, world's history. it's nothing. You're looking at things that were built and, you know, they're talking about, you know, 17 BC and uh, 24 AD, and I'm like, wow, like that is insane. It's not even fathomable to be honest. I can't even think about 2,000 years ago. I can barely think about last week. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's just incredible when you when you th- you look at those buildings and those structures that were built with people just with picks and and hammers and stone chisels. and chisels and, and and here yet your first hotel there. 
talk about the steps because we were all concerned about. Oh, that. Yeah, we, we, by the way, the just so you that. know, we already talked about this. Yeah, we kind of gave well, a little heads up. You, well, I, that's that's fine. You guys can talk all you want. It <laughs> it, you guys weren't there to witness it. I I've done, I did more steps in my lifetime. You know, probably in that last two weeks than I did in my lifetime. Well, I mean, you're was, you're also ridiculous. the dude who's doing like fifteen thousand yeah. steps a day. So exactly. you, you did more than that. So so I was averaging twenty thousand steps a day and sixteen flights of stairs a day. Oh, so, um, you know, and I think that the highest one was like close to 40, 40 stories, um, you know, going up and down uh, or mostly, no, just up actually 40 stories going up. It was, um, of both it, ways it was, in it the was, snow. It was crazy. Didn't they have those chair lifts you see on the old folks, you know, where it yeah. lift you right up the stairs. So, <laughs> so no, I'll, I'll tell you about this place in Greece. So, so in Santorini, which is one of the Greek islands, yeah. um, it's all built on the side of a cliff. It and looked beautiful the yeah, way that the is, pictures. It's unbelievable. You had your own pool. I got, yeah. the, the the room I had was insane, and I mean the pictures looked insane. All the reviews were great, and um, and we get to the room and we're climbing down these steps and climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing, and, um, and next thing you know we're six stories climbing. But it's not only climbing down. Then you got to climb up. You got to climb over. Then down because it's literally going in, zigging in and outside of this of this cliff. Yeah. And so we finally get down. This guy's carrying all of our bags. Uh, you have two guys carrying our bags, got one on his shoulder. The guy's sweating like you couldn't believe. They wouldn't let us carry anything. And by the time I got down there, I was sweating and huffing and puffing. Joy was sweating and huffing and puffing. And we, we get into this room, and it's one of the nicest rooms you've ever seen in your life. The view was insane, sick, unbelievable. Just blue waters, and I got my own pool. It's a you know 1,500 square foot, like one of the nicest House, rooms yeah. I've ever seen. And, um, and I'm like, that's awesome. And I walk around and I'm like, uh, I want to go up and check stuff out. I'm like, let's go up, let's go up. And, and there's a big walkway that goes through the, 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 it's Oya is the name of the town of, of where we were or the area anyway. And it was like, it's a big walkway with all these stores and everything on it. And we make that trek back up and I had to stop three times. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do this. There's, yeah. there's no way. You know, and most of the people there are staying there because it's their their honeymoon or whatever, and they, they don't want to go anywhere. They, you know, they they got everything they need right there. And they, you know, <laughs> You're not moving. You know, I I've, I've been we've been together for a while, so I'm like, yeah, I, I want to go venture out and see some stuff, man. <laughs> Joy, you're great. Yeah. But like, I'm gonna have to leave this room. Explore, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I get to the top of the level after after stopping three times, and Joy's in really good shape, but much better than me. I'm 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 not in shape. I walk a lot, but I'm not in shape. She's in shape. She was tired. Yeah. We get to the thing, and they told us, "Hey, this dinner place is across the way. It's in our sister place, and they have the the, the most beautiful sunset." So we go over there, and the place is all on one level. It's all <laughs> like beautiful. It's got uh, you know, it's got the pool, the, the big pool, and and the, a couple of different restaurants and its own bars and everything else. And I'm like. Man, this is this is pretty cool. I, I think I'd rather stay here. Right. And the guy starts laughing at me, going, "Why? There's no way you'd rather stay here. You got a, you got like the best suite in, in the in whole in, in the yeah. whole town." I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, but it's six flights of stairs to get up." <laughs> you it's, Americans. So you, so they, they literally right. thought I was kidding. They're like, "There's no way you want to come over there." So I'm like, "100%, I want to come over here." And so they switched it over, and and the the the, the room was not as good, but it was exactly what I wanted. It was a it yeah. was it still had its own on pool and everything story. else, and it was it was all in one story. Yep, and it was beautiful. <laughs> And brand new and everything. I loved it. It was a, it was, it was 
probably the nicest place I ever stayed. I had the, the sunsets in in Greece and on Santorini were uh, bar none, the most fantastic sunsets I've ever seen in my life. It was it was beautiful. The people over there were so accommodating and great. Um, I, I I have nothing but great things to say about Greece. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Italy was nice. Uh, but it's just it just for me. So the pizza didn't even you didn't like the pizza. Yeah, yeah the dude, food how was not it, that great. Is Italian food different in Italy? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's yes, not it all is. that preserved. But well, first of all, they get you know everything's al dente there, so it's like really like chewy, tough, tougher you know uh, food. Even the lasagna, you know, that you're expecting. I don't know. I I, I like. I Normal like lasagna. The, 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 I didn't like it. Yeah, and, and the, the, the flavor. I didn't think it had a lot of flavor either. It was very plain. Uh, a lot of the stuff that was was very plain. The pizza was okay. You know, I've had better pizza in Arizona, for, for tell you the truth. Um, Spinato. Shout out to Spinato. It's much better than what I had. Yeah. yeah. And Vito's. Got yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I had, uh, I, I mean, the food was, was, was all right, but I'll tell you what, it was, this is a crazy thing. I, I, and we, we got to Rome and, and, and our flight was delayed. So we, we, you know, cause we were flying internationally first class. Um, they gave us a, a option to go into the, the, they have a club there. And so I went into the, to the club and they had a, a huge spread and, and I was eating there. Um, and I'm like, man, this is probably the best food I've had in all of Italy. Uh, and, <laughs> the and, first class thing at the, the airport. At the, at the airport, yeah. And, and we ate some of the nicest restaurants in Italy, man. Yeah. And and so, um, you know, it's funny because one of the guys that, that uh, went with, he happened to w- walk in too. He owns a Mercedes dealership that was on the trip as well. And he got to talking and he goes, man, I'll tell you what, this was the airplane food was probably the best meal we had in Italy. I'm like, I said the same thing to Joy. No way. I said the same exact thing. Oh, all of our Italian listeners are not going to listen anymore. No, no, dude. You that's no, but you don't understand that, Kevin. I came from New York, right? right. I, I came from New it's York. My, my first 16 Italy, years. All that stuff. My first 16 years, all I knew was it was Italian cooking and Italian food. And um, and I, so I was expecting when I went Brazil, back. all I, that I, stuff. I, yeah. I, I have a story. When I, when I came out to Arizona, the first time when I was 16 years old, we went to Olive Garden, and uh, I sent it. I, I bought meatballs and spaghetti. I sent it back twice, thinking that there's there's something wrong with this. There's, yeah, it, it doesn't taste. It right. doesn't, it doesn't taste, taste right good. because I was Olive Garden, you know, chain food or whatever. Yeah. I'm used to like authentic, you know, New York style, beautiful. Yeah unbelievable they call it gravy not sauce gravy you know yeah. and um and so i'm used to that i mean my, my best friends growing up were um, you know Vinny minotti and and uh, <laughs> and, uh johnny Drago, and yeah. you know uh, joe buetti you know so, i mean so, so that, you were yeah, in the those, mob I was, right? <laughs> some, some of them might have been to, you know, whatever their parents anyway whatever <laughs> but uh yeah it was uh uh it, it, overall it was it was very fun though we had we had a good time and and um, and I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm certainly glad to be back. I, I'll tell you what, 17 days is way too long. Um, I'll never go away for longer than 10 now. Uh, yeah. 10 days max, I, it's just too much. Started to get homesick? Oh, I was homesick after four, <laughs> yeah. honestly. He uh, was FaceTiming <laughs> me all the time. I, 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 I promise you I was. I, 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 I really missed it. I, I got to give a shout-out to um, my company, though, and all the people that work there, Dylan especially. Every, everybody that, that held down the fort while I was gone did an amazing job, uh, left me alone for the most part, didn't have too many problems, uh, and, uh, and actually I, I, I truly missed them and appreciated them after, after being gone for so long. We wow. missed you too, man. <laughs> we'll get into appreciation, and we've got one other thing to get into, which is the bathroom scene. Buy it, sell it, invest it, or flip it. He's the number one realtor in America, and he's right here to answer your real estate questions. This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. Oh, 
I'm Doug Hopkins with my home group and DougHopkins.com. If you're looking to sell your house and want the convenience of a guaranteed cash offer, I'd be honored if you gave us a try. I've been working in Valley Real Estate for 25 years and have purchased over 18,000 homes during that time. DougHopkins.com offers you peace of mind while selling your house. Since I'm paying you cash, there are no banks involved, no closing costs, no expensive real estate commissions, and you can sell your house in as-is condition with no repairs. I take care of everything. DougHopkins.com will give you an honest cash offer for your house. We'll put it in writing and we'll guarantee it. We're not going to bait and switch you by offering a high amount contingent upon inspections. Then down the road, come back and try to renegotiate to a lower price. The price I offer the first time is the price I'll pay and I'll guarantee it with a $5,000 non-refundable security deposit. It's as simple as that. Just go to DougHopkins.com for your free no-obligation cash offer 24 hours a day or call 1-800-SELL-NOW. That's 1-800-SELL-NOW. My Home Group is proud to announce a new partnership with the Doug Hopkins team and DougHopkins.com. Locally owned since 2005, Chaparral High School graduates Mark Hutchins and Jeremy Clevin have grown My Home Group to almost 20% of the local market share. With the power of DougHopkins.com, the countless years of experience and knowledge, along with the integrity of Doug Hopkins' team and over 30 offices here in Arizona, My Home Group has become the place for real estate agents to get business done. My Home Group's created a low-cost maximum value model and fee structure, giving Arizona real estate agents the best chance to run and grow your business. My Home Group has more top 100 agent teams than any other broker in the state. With real support, training, and collaboration, 70% of My Home Group agents close at least one deal a month. My Home Group did over $8 billion in production and over 21,000 transactions in 2021. Call us now at 480-685-2760. That's 480-685-2760 or go to myhomegroup.com. He's here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. The Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show brought to you by the Doug Hopkins team. Powered by my home group. Good folks over there. Also, you need Kevin. He's your skilled financing specialist. You can call him at 480-560-5555. Of course, DougHopkins.com. Sell your property with no hassles. Get a cash offer. Go to DougHopkins.com or call 1-800-SELL-NOW. So we'll get right in. Hey, real quick, I got to do a quick shout out. Um, I want to say thanks to a buddy of mine, Chris Fultz and Mothball Media. They uh, did a, a premiere for their um, documentary. It's Afghanistan, What We Left Behind. And I actually just bailed out of there. They did a premiere this morning over at the Harkins Arrowhead 18. And, and I heard nice. you're on that, right? Yeah, you know what? They had me voice it. It was kind of weird. You know, we hear everybody that listens to their own voice back. Have you ever heard your own voice? What's it sound like? I like a stud. <laughs> okay. Kevin is the one person Dude, on the planet that doesn't get annoyed listening to their own voice. <laughs> Same thing happens to me, but I got to hear it in like surround sound THX. I'm like, they so you did the whole thing? You well, the, the narration on it. Yeah. Nice. So it's just weird to me because I'm like, you got to figure they could get somebody better than that voice oh, to do on, it. Man. That, no, that's, real, Doug only hires the best. Dude. Yeah. That's well, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. why you're here. Man. You and are. thank you again to Chris Fultz and Mothball Media. Congratulations on getting that thing out. All right. Football's back. Yes. Yeah, right? And Wait, what about our cliffhanger about the bathroom? I know everybody was waiting for that. Okay, well, we can get in. And into- needles. <laughs> I was gonna are we ever going to talk about real estate? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so how, let's get into it then. How did that go, man? 
So, I just all I could picture you yeah, is people were maybe ready me. to explode. I, this is, I do not want to talk about bathrooms <laughs> yet. All right. We, all right. We'll, we'll keyword yet. I, I do not want to talk about, but but I do. I will talk about one other thing that happened on this trip before we get into some real estate here. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I'm a creature of habit, and I, I I usually I wake up about between four and four thirty every morning, uh, and you know get ready for the day, have my cup of coffee, and then I go out and do a do a four mile walk. Mm-hmm. Every every usually four or five times a week. Yeah, you rub it in quite a bit. Yeah, because I, 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 <laughs> not I, on a cliff though, just regular. No, no. Yeah. and and I, I try to get back before six o'clock because it, I built a couple of years ago. I built a, a gazebo in my backyard, and, mm-hmm. and it's got a bunch of birds that nested in the, in the gazebo. And about six o'clock every morning, I hear these birds, and uh, it's it's almost like the baby's calling for the the mom to feed them. It, it, it's right at like you know first sunlight and, and whatnot, and and um, I just for whatever reason, it just gives me a sense of peace. I I, I love hearing it. It's I've become it's become part of my life. Okay. I, I just love hearing these birds. It's like his own little baby bird. And so I'll be, I'll, I'll be literally look at the clock, and it'll be like five fifty, and I'll start running so I can get home to hear the birds. It, oh it just gives me a sense of peace. So I'm out in, um, I'm out in Greece, and I'm, I'm laying there in bed, and it's about six o'clock in the morning, and and I hear the birds, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they have the same thing over here in Greece. Yeah, and birds so are I, everywhere. So I open up the, the, you know, I open up the blinds and I'm looking around for the bird, and I'm like, it, it just was like, it was cool, man. I'm like, I'm 52 years old. How how have I not heard this? I'm like, well, I just started being an early morning guy. You know, I, I was usually would sleep in and you know to seven or eight o'clock or whatever and stay up late. And now I'm in bed. You know, I'm an old guy now. I'm in bed by <laughs> nine o'clock. So um, and then I'm over in in Rome. And I and we're staying in, in Rome, and it's got all these old, you know, beautiful bushes and trees and everything uh, around it, and like a real garden area. And I hear the same birds, and I'm like, "This is cool as heck." And uh, and so then I'm at, at to dinner with uh, with, with a, another the, the people with Cox Communications that invited me on the trip, and I'm I'm telling him the story. I'm like, "These birds, I go, it just gives me such a sense of peace." And Joy looks at me and she goes, "You are kidding, right, Doug?" And I'm like, "No, why?" And she goes. That's my alarm. That's my <laughs> on her no phone. Unbelievable. Her phone. Six For two morning. and a half years, I've been thinking that these birds were outside. Lighting and, up your life. And it's her alarm every morning at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I had absolutely no idea. Unbelievable. I had no clue. Your peace and tranquility was wrong. No, that her oh, alarm clock to wake her up in the morning was these birds. It, it, it sounds exactly like the birds outside. I couldn't believe it. I, I literally got tears in my eyes. Oh, I was geez. so, I was so like. The birds and then the birds you came with Greece. you to Italy and Greece. And <laughs> I, well, no, I just thought that, that that was what they do at 6 o'clock in the morning. I didn't know. Like, right at 6, they're hungry. <laughs> In the same tone, it's the same every birds. every time. time. Every time you have that, let's hear. And then, and then sometimes, it on, it sometimes it, it would go again. Well, she hit snooze. Like, oh, they must have gotten not eaten. So she hit snooze. It happens ten minutes later. I'm like, oh, they must have not get oh, fed. Yeah, they must no not feed her mouth. You know. As soon as this happened, Doug FaceTimes me. And he's FaceTiming me from, you, right? you know, from, from Italy. And he's like, you're not going to believe what just happened. <laughs> and, and he proceeds to tell me, and I'm embarrassed for it. Let's I, hear it, Doug. I'm trying. Here. I don't know if you're thinking here. Can you hear it in there? <laughs> Is it coming through? Oh, you're right. yeah, it's yeah. coming through. Yeah. 
Are you in the real, jungle? Uh, no, no, it does not. It sounds real. I mean, it sounds real if you're in like the Amazon. <laughs> I don't know. I thought there was a just bird a sanctuary. Oh, there's a lot of birds here in. in in, in Lucindus, yeah, and everywhere you go, I'm, tell, I'm telling you right now, hook, line, and sinker. And I, I literally, I was depressed. I was depressed for a good few, few hours after that. You just knew I, that it was never going to be the same. Yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, man, it just gave me so much peace to hear it. Yeah, and so now I've I've put it on my. But it's not the same. Now that I know, it's just <laughs> not the same. No, no, no. no, no. But yeah, that was it. Was a funny story. So wow, share that. So hey, you got a big party coming up tomorrow. Football's yeah, yeah. It's opening a day. Got party. lobster day. Yeah. Lobster party. Got all the lobsters going. Absolutely. The rib yeah. contest, right? Yep. Rib I'm contest. Lobsters. Are you doing it this year? You Me? Uh, I don't know. I got you know. I haven't done much. I've been trying to catch up on sleep and trying to figure out this whole jet lag thing. So I haven't done much. I got to go to Costco today and go buy a bunch of stuff for this party. <laughs> You've been holding off. Yeah, but it was it was good to get to to watch football on on Thursday night and see uh, Detroit, Detroit pull it out. Every Detroit, person's hey, pick deal. list. Yeah. They really yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, I think Detroit's going to be, they're going to be decent this year. So, uh, you know, I think there's going to be some surprises. Cardinals aren't going to be one of them, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Do you guys see that they're going to have to pay him out $97 million or whatever it is? Who's that? Ooh, Kyler. They said that if he's not able to play by a certain date, that he misses the eligibility for the season, and he will have to pay him like $27 million for this year, another $37 million for next year, and an additional 20 something million. It's just crazy. Wow. It's a fun little thing. The Cardinals have got a great deal going on there for our QB. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we yeah. just signed, right? Right. They, have they even announced year the ago. starter yet? Thompson. You know what? Actually, that leaked out. So now yeah. everybody knows that it's going to be that, uh, what is it? The guy they just picked up two weeks ago. Yeah, Dobbs. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, hey, they're going for the, the number one pick next year. We'll see. Yeah. We'll hey, see what happens. there's a plan. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of TV, dude, you're everywhere. I see you all over the place now, Doug. You're on, uh, I got you on TV. I got you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, KTAR, their podcasts. You can see us on Apple Podcasts. You're everywhere, my man. I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, it's, it's amazing because, you know, the, the amount of sales have gone down significantly uh, over the past year, uh, over the past five years, really. We're, we're at low, record low numbers of sales, and our numbers keep climbing and getting better year after year, uh, doing better this year than we were last year. Um, and it's it's because, of, you know, what we're doing, and, and uh, to Dylan's credit, to the company's credit, um, you know, uh, we're getting more and more people that are referring their other their friends, their family um, to, to us, uh, even other agents sending me um sending me deals all the time i just bought one a guy named george uh, sent me from from leisure world uh referred somebody over to me and, and they said uh yeah he came over and said you know what you, you know this doug hopkins is is your guy you should call him up and um and we wound up buying it so um you know i, I probably get six seven deals uh, a month now just from other agents on referral, on, on referral. other That's agents great. referring me which is 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 awesome you know and uh, the 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 best compliment we can get is having either uh, people that we've worked with before or other agents uh, referring their clients uh, or friends over to us and us buying the houses. And, and um, you know, it, it, having them trust us is, is just, it's huge. It's a, and it's a responsibility we don't take lightly. Um, we, we're, we're fair, open, honest uh, guys, that, and the whole company is that way because otherwise you don't, if that's, if, if that's not part of your DNA, then um, you're, you're, not here. You're, you're not working right. for us.
Yeah, and, and to be honest, Doug, there's not one thing that you're not honest about, including the bird story. Yeah, bird- <laughs> I know. Hey, you, you know, know what? You want brutal honesty? You're going to call brutal us. honesty and vulnerability. That's me. Listen, that's you, you <laughs> if you want to get top dollar for your house, put on that bird bird music. Yeah, on yeah. I'll start. I'll, I'll start tearing up right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Extra ten grand every time you play that song. That's amazing. In in regards to uh, everybody's work ethic, though, thank you so much, Doug. You know that we're super excited with the trajectory of where the company's going. But even on Doug's vacation, he still wanted to be plugged in. So even though he was in Greece, were you calling, figuring out what stuff was going on? He would probably I don't know once every other day. You'd give me a call or a FaceTime or something like that. And there would be times where, you know, we would be acquiring a property and he wanted to be involved. Even though he's in Mykonos, in Rome, (laughs) wherever, there were certain situations where he said, nope, I still want to be involved in this. That's how much he cares about our clients. So if you're wanting a company and an owner that is that plugged in, give Doug Hopkins a call. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW. All right. We'll get into more real estate coming up with the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show. Go figure, right here on KTAR. Over 15,000 real estate transactions and growing. This is the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's Property Wars. is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. The Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Show brought to you by the Doug Hopkins team, powered by my home group. Also, Kevin's your man for financing. you got to hit him up at 480-560-5555. Dylan Martin with the Doug Hopkins team, the professional to get the most money out of your property. you got him at 480-498-8000 and DougHopkins.com. Get them at 1-800-SELL-NOW. All right. Check this out. News. We're going to do real real estate news. Is that okay? Let's hear it. Anybody got stuff you want to get it off your chest? Where did you get this from? <laughs> yeah. Where did you Where? get this from, Chris? Oh, he had, okay, he had here some we crazy go. stats while you were gone, too. Of though. course. You know I always pull them out. out. So half of all buyers are first-timers in 2023. It says, according to the latest consumer housing trends from Zillow, it says first-time homebuyers make up 50% of all homebuyers in 2023. They made up 45% of all buyers in 22 and 37% of all buyers in 21. I would agree with that because... Because a lot of people that have a house aren't moving, aren't upgrading because they have such a low rate. So it's basically the people first time home buyers are going to are going to be, you know, they're going to bite the bullet and, and take the higher rate. Dominate the percentage the house. Yep. Yep. yep, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. You're, that's oh, your, okay. You're okay. Right. Okay. You, you know what? Your nope. first one will give you a pass. Right? <laughs> Damn Zillow. All right. Uh, another one, though. That's interesting. Kevin, you, f- you feel that's way? Uh, Dylan, are you showing houses like that to first-timers, yeah. too? Yeah. The, the key phrase here is that people are handcuffed by their incredibly low rate, their low monthly payment, and lots of uh, first-time buyers see the writing on the wall. They see what specifically is happening here in Phoenix. And they know that as soon as rates go down, the bidding wars and everything are coming back, right? right. Kevin and I. Um, well, handcuffed not, or blessed, if, right? If, if blessed. It's one or the other. But, well, some of them, you know, I meet with some people and they go, oh, my gosh, you know, I need a fourth bedroom or I want to downsize or whatnot, right? They have a legitimate need, which in a normal market they would sell. Yeah, right. right? But instead, when we look at their options, they're going like, whew, man, I think we'll tough it out. Yeah. I think we'll I think we'll put two kids in one room for a little bit, right? Just for a minute. Yeah, just for a minute. But 
the first time home buyers, it's a much different uh, story. Kevin and I, you know, just help somebody get a two one buy down where their rate goes drops hundreds of dollars every month for the first year, and it's half of that for the next year, and it really makes, you know, buying at home in a in a market where rates are a little bit higher, much more doable because you know, hey, more than likely we're going to be able to refinance. You're going to be able to refinance this property, you know, right. in the next two well, years. Well, the benefit on two one buy down, you know, not to get too deep in the weeds on it, but basically their start rate is at five or lower. You know? yep. So their first rate is, is actually lower. So. Correct. So you're not getting a 7%. We're buying that down to a five for the first year and it's way, way better. Is it supposed to go back up again? Uh, or aren't they meeting again next? Uh... So, well, you've got, uh, you know, Powell talked uh, over at Jackson hole a few weeks ago, said they are going to raise it again. So we are going to see um, uh, the rates most likely go up uh, a little bit more. Got to start the recording on that one. Yeah. yeah. One of the monitors went out. So sorry. Go, go yeah, ahead. You guys keep, keep talking about it. So here, I want to talk uh, about yeah, you're good. You're with, good now, Chris. with go our uh, self-employed uh, borrowers out there. If you were thinking about buying and you're kind of holding off, they are changing some rules on self-employed. That would be negative. So uh, if you are looking to buy, I would definitely give me a call because there are some things we can do with self-employed buyers and they're going to change the rules. So I can't anymore. So what are they changing? In they're the changing some uh, issues with trust income. So it's something that um, I've used with self-employed borrowers. You uh, do that with times. a lot of clients. I do. And so they, they're definitely, I don't know what they're going to change about it, but it is uh, from what I hear, it is changing and it could be as soon as, you know, 60 days from now. So, if again, if you're on the fence, you're self-employed, please give me a call. At least look at what you can qualify for now, because that that may change. Dude, does everybody change their kind of terms and, and and that kind of stuff? It all happens at once. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know the Freddie and and Fannie, they make the rules on uh, conforming loans, and so it's nationwide. It's every lender has to follow that rule. Okay. Yeah, it's just not one dude over in Tempe that decided. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. Nope, nope. Hey, I got some questionable uh, news here. Californians make up nearly a quarter of the new Phoenix residents, they say. This is according to MoveBuddha.com. Uh, Californians made up nearly a quarter of all migrants into Phoenix between 2016 and 2020, as well as 20% in Tucson. I, I don't have any way to disprove that, but it makes sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> sounds right. Just check it. He's doing some obscure stuff. You want to do some stuff here? No, it says the U.S. Census Bureau shows that approximately 64,000 Californians moved to Arizona each year during that time frame. Can you imagine wow. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have things. you been to California? Oh, God. <laughs> Trust me, I have a business in California. This, this is why they're moving? That's why they're moving <laughs> here, yes. Crazy out there. 5,333 California residents per month. Do the smash and grab stuff up in San Francisco? Yeah, and, and they're just, making it illegal to uh, to stop to them. stop them. Yeah, like they're making it it's, harder to stop them. Do you hear what happened here, Doug? I don't know if you, you saw. You told me that. Yeah, we had you know we had a, a smash and grab up in Scottsdale, and and all the citizens grabbed him, held yeah. him down, and now he's looking at like serious jail time. And that's what we need. You can't have that. We can't no. have that here. No, there just has to be some responsibility. Yes. Yep. Accountability and don't do that. But bad uh, policy cannot continue to spread no right so i i don't how, know how people in power think that that's a good idea i i, I don't understand it's what, almost like they're trying to destroy the the their own their own state i don't get it i just i, don't I actually it. talked to somebody that helped me understand a little bit more you ready break it down they feel as though if you are punishing that person specifically if you're harming them like you know beating them up or whatever you are placing that person's life above things or you're placing things above someone's life 
right? I was get I got in an argument about like self defense and breaking into somebody's yeah. house with this individual, and they said, "Oh my gosh, I would never put my possessions over someone's life." And I think for someone else to do that is ridiculous. And I made the quick argument of who's to say what they're there for and to not yes. be there for my possessions or for my daughter, right? Right. But still, it gives you it gave me insight to understand what they're thinking. They they really care about that individual's life, right? More than a purse. Yeah. Right? So there's yeah. some logic there that no, I can actually sympathize I'm, with. But at, at my core root, I still stand behind like that. That's not good. We shouldn't do that. But I understand a little bit of where they're coming from. I just can't imagine that you can sit there in a town where you start watching all this, the, the, the Walgreens, the CVSs, not have stuff available, shut down, take their stores out of your neighborhood. How is that benefiting you in that neighborhood? Why wouldn't you want to stop that? Well, they think that uh, the, these corporations are so big that they owe them these things, right? Right. I mean, yes. there's uh, there, these communities have been hurt so bad and they've been suppressed for so long that it's their right to yeah, go take but some. Let's say things. you're not one of those people. You're just Joe Blow. You're the dude that lives over on the corner, and now you can't go to get your pills at Walgreens because <laughs> yeah. they decided to shut it down. And you got to go ten miles up the road. Well, now that Joe Blow is going to move to a place where he does. Have They're going to come to Arizona. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's one and of the so five thousand three hundred thirty-three. Hey, check this out. Right, they let's did move it. on from. They that. did it based <laughs> on where people were looking to move. You know, on internet searches, and they said that the people uh, are not wanting to go to one of these three places. Number one was North Dakota. Number two, South Dakota, and number three, Delaware. Oh, Delaware. Why Delaware? <laughs> right? yeah, Delaware. Why Delaware? Those are the three crappiest places to move, according to the search well, engine. Who's a, my who's parents' a best friends from... just moved to Delaware. So I, I just, I just bought a house with people moving to North Dakota. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what? You got the bad people. All right. So Toll Brothers proposed one of the largest multifamily developments here in the Phoenix history. Uh, this is according to Phoenix Agent Magazine. says they're proposing a five-building, 817-unit multifamily apartment complex. It's going to span nearly 19 acres at 7th Street and Beardsley. That's you know, this is what we're talking about. We need units, and people are filling up these spots as fast as we can get them built. Wow. Not only that, but I, I think Phoenix just passed a bill that to they make did. the ADUs. Uh, I was going to talk about uh, this. Like yeah. small, yeah, casitas, right? So to, mm-hmm. to catch everybody up uh, in Los Angeles, was it just Los Angeles County did this, or did yeah. all of California? Yeah. So in Los Angeles County, they permitted a second dwelling on the same lot. Right. So historically, if you have one dwelling, you cannot build a second dwelling on the same lot because Mm -hmm. of zoning issues. And to solve the housing problem, California allowed like detached separate dwellings. So if you have a detached garage, you can turn that into a living space and rent it out. Heck, there were sheds being turned into living space. Yes. I mean, it is crazy to see what people were living in over there. Like tough sheds. Yeah. They were ordering them from from Home Home Depot Depot and throwing an air conditioning unit in there. calling it a day. Calling it, yep, here's your rent. Yeah, and and people were paying $1,000 a month to live there. So you guys heard this Wednesday, Phoenix City Council, they voted to approve that too. Well, right, so that's just, super that's what we're just yeah. about, bro. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> well, it's it's I told you guys that, though, two weeks ago, and you guys were three weeks ago before you Talk, left, yeah. and, and Dylan's like, are you sure? Where are you getting this news, man? <laughs> well, the crazy thing that. is... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, I said that for... I thought he was being the whole state, and I was like, ah, I don't know. But Phoenix, <laughs> I can understand Phoenix. Well, again, if you have HOAs that don't allow it, that this law supersedes that. So HOAs can't stop it. The Hold on, HOAs can't, can't stop it? Cannot. I take power HOAs, from HOAs. <laughs> take away the trip. power. Yeah, yeah. The, the state law supersedes HOA. And is that Phoenix City, though, right? Because it's Phoenix City Council. It's just Phoenix. It's just Phoenix, huh? But it could spread. 
Oh, man, that'd be so nice. Can uh, I say something crazy about HOAs? You yeah. know that you can be foreclosed on yes. if you don't pay your HOA fees? Yes. Yes. <laughs> How many of those? sheriff's sales. Okay. That is crazy. When I tell people that, they think I'm lying. Oh, like, no. oh, yeah, you know your $35 HOA fee, and they'll ticket you if you uh, leave your trash can out. Mm-hmm. They'll steal your house. Yeah. Yeah. They if will straight up take your house. Mm-hmm. If you owe like ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars lots of times and you don't pay it once they send you to collections and everything. I literally just helped a lady that it was exact exactly what was happening. And we wound up uh, you know, paying it off and, and, and buying her house from her. So she was gonna lose it for gosh, I think the HOA bill was somewhere around twenty five hundred dollars or something like that. Twenty five hundred dollars. Yep. And she only owed hundred and forty one thousand on her first and the house was worth like four hundred and and they would have just they would have just stolen they it. Taken it. So wow. well what happens is they, they sell that HOA lien so somebody wasn't gonna buy it for twenty five hundred. They were gonna have to bid against other other bidders right. down there, knowing that the first is is in first position, that would have to be paid off as well. It's not like the people can, are gonna pay twenty five hundred dollars for but it. Still, but still that's insane. Yeah. When we come back, I wanna talk finish a little bit more about that. I have okay. some questions. HOAs and how they can steal your house and a bunch more with the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show right here on KTAR. From investing to rehabbing to profiting, this is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. I'm Doug Hopkins with my home group and DougHopkins.com. If you're looking to sell your house and want the convenience of a guaranteed cash offer, I'd be honored if you gave us a try. I've been working in Valley Real Estate for 25 years and have purchased over 18,000 homes during that time. DougHopkins.com offers you peace of mind while selling your house. Since I'm paying you cash, there are no banks involved, no closing costs, no expensive real estate commissions, and you can sell your house in as-is condition with no repairs. I take care of everything. DougHopkins.com will give you an honest cash offer for your house. We'll put it in writing and we'll guarantee it. We're not going to bait and switch you by offering a high amount contingent upon inspections. Then down the road, come back and try to renegotiate to a lower price. The price I offer the first time is the price I'll pay and I'll guarantee it with a $5,000 non-refundable security deposit. It's as simple as that. Just go to DougHopkins.com for your free no-obligation cash offer 24 hours a day or call 1-800-SELL-NOW. That's 1-800-SELL-NOW. NMLS number 155994. Hi, I'm Kevin Kaziski from Highlands Mortgage. You've heard me for years here on the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show. We talk about where the valley is on real estate, mortgage rates, and what we see in the future to help you make the best decisions you can. I've seen rates as high as the ceiling and some as low as the floor. But no matter what the rates look like, I've always found that you need a skilled professional that knows the ins and outs of every deal so you can get the best service available. The Fed's raising the rates, and with plans to keep going, now is the time to lock in your rate before it costs you more. Buying, refining, trying to get a construction loan, you name it, we've done it. And for all types of clientele, self-employed, 1099, W-2, bank statements, let us get you into the new loan with a program that fits your needs. Don't wait and pay more. Call me now and save. Highlands Mortgage, 480-560-5555. That's 480-560-5555. Highlands Residential Mortgage, Corporate NMLS ID, 134871, Equal Housing Lender. Make your home the best flipping home on the block. 
find the right contractors, and don't waste your money on the wrong repairs, upgrades, and improvements. Once again, here's Doug Hopkins on the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. The Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Show brought to you by the Doug Hopkins team, powered by my home group, also Highlands Mortgage. Kevin is a skilled financing dude. You can always hook him up. All you got to do is call him at 480-560-5555. Is that okay? Yep. Okay. You just want to make sure. Just keep going. Just make, keep going. Okay. <laughs> Dylan Martin with the Doug Hopkins team. Call Dylan at 480-498-1000. And then we're back into HOA stuff and these casitas. So yeah. so speak on it, Dylan. We were talking about you know, the foreclosure process. And when you foreclose on a first mortgage or a second mortgage, there's a, a specific time window, right, that you have to meet. There's notice of default, 90 days, you know, notice of trustee sale, et cetera, right? How does that work when they're foreclosing on HOA? I don't know the specific times, but I've noticed with the ones that I've had to deal with, those HOA liens go back a couple of years. Um, and it's just, I don't, I don't think they're as um, uh, aggressive as some of the banks are mm-hmm. and on the, on the time frames where they can foreclose um, just because it's a different, a different scenario and it's a different kind of sales, a sheriff sales opposed to a trustee sale. Mm. Um, so what's it, the difference? Well, uh, Honestly, I don't know. They, they just call it sheriff oh, sales. It, it works trustees. the same way. Yeah, yeah, you have the sheriff that's selling it off uh, rather than like a, a separate trustee that the banks have to hire. Um, so uh, it's done like in a courtroom downtown. I've been there a couple times. Um, and uh, we wound up doing it on the, the 11th hour. It, in fact, that day was going to sale. And we were there by, uh, it was supposed to go to sale at 10 o'clock. And we were there at 8.30 in the morning with a check to pay it all off and get it done. Uh, and we were able to get it, get that uh, deal done um, uh, and, and help that lady out. Because otherwise, you know, she'd have some random person buying that that would it could Pennies kick, on her, the dollar kick her out of the house. And, and she wouldn't have gotten anything or, mm-hmm. or just the overage of whatever it went up. Well, up you know, so. Doug, a lot of people get angry at HOA. They have the money to pay it, but they don't. And they don't think they can at do it. a principal. Yeah. yeah. At a principal. And I, We've had our problems with HOA. I mean, I have. So, so but it's, you got to pay it. I, I, yeah, it. I, I remember I had a um, one of my. I think it was my second or third house. I had um, uh, some weeds or something like that, and and uh, and they would. Always, I mean, I, I'd have the one little weed of like two. Two inch weed, like maybe one weed in the whole somebody front yard, out and somebody that. goes out, and I'm like, and 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 I literally, write, I'm like, where? Show me the weed, and they took it. There's a, a picture. You see that beautiful, this beautiful maintained <laughs> manicured with, lawn with, with one with little one weed, weed that goes a little high. I'm like, are you out of your minds? Like, but it was, that same guy, that same guy, by the way, then all of a sudden said, you know what? We're going to enforce this. You can't park on the street. Oh, and geez. so everyone started getting ticketed for parking on the street. And this was, a, you know, a big old family neighborhood. With, you know, right. uh, you got kids. With, you ain't going to fit with, everybody in the driveway. Exactly. And, and, and we had already been living there for five or six years. Well, hey, right? to be fair to him, that weed was marijuana, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I'll, I'll tell you this. So, the gardener. So we, this, was, uh, this was before <laughs> the current time, Kevin. Yes, I, I know yeah. that you're growing marijuana in your front yard, but not everybody no, does. No, that was my okay. dad. That was my no, dad. No, but there were so many people that were parking in because they, you know, people had three, four, five kids and, and four or five cars and everything else. And so, um, you know, he just, he was a retired guy, you know, there was in his seventies and he took over the HOA and said, no more parking in the, in the driveway I don't, or in the, in, in the, the street. Industry. And I, that was the one HOA d- deal that I went to because everyone was so upset that, yeah. that, uh, I went to the HOA meeting and it was over, overrun. They like, 
you know, they'd have like four or five people anytime they had one. Right, no, this I mean, was, you, you couldn't get in. It was, it was so packed with all the people that were so upset. Did they them out? What yeah, they people did. spoke, huh? And so, so I'm sitting there, and he's like, and uh, I said, what gives you the right? I stood up and said, what gives you the right to tell us what we can or cannot do, you know, in our garages? Because you're saying that, you, you know, the house, your cars are meant to be parked in their driveways and in the garages. He goes, the garages are not meant for uh, for living or for, they're meant for parking the cars. I go, who are you to say that? Yeah. I go, yeah. what if I want to put a, a, a pool table in my garage and, and, yeah. and enclose it in? What if I want to make that a living area? There's mm-hmm. nothing the HOA can do about that. It, it, does, it does, it's, yeah. you, but just because you, say it's for for cars doesn't mean and what if i have four cars and i can't fit them all in there yeah. and they're like do you have four cars it goes besides the point but i have three kids that i'm not gonna have five cars yeah. in a few Real years soon so so yeah anyway we we got into it and uh we got it overturned so we're, we could <laughs> we could park on there eventually i think that uh uh you could only park in like right in front of your spot your house or something like uh, that or do they have that but, up here in lucindus you're not allowed to park yeah, overnight. Lucindus, I, uh, yeah. yeah when i i think you can't do it for more than a couple of days or something like that but yeah anytime i have people come over and stay they park on the and they get a sticker on there yeah the big the orange stickers we <laughs> yeah. know about those huh you're no joke and they, here, get, huh? they get them at like three o'clock in the morning and stuff yeah, yeah, dude, in the middle of the night. You're but like, but I knew that going into this. It's one yeah. thing if you've been, if, if you're yeah. there like five years, six years, and then all of a sudden somebody just takes it upon themselves to say, nope, no parking on the street. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you know, HOAs, they definitely have way too much strength. And, well, not only that, it's and you give some people a little bit of power as well, you know? Yeah. So, so people that... Power oh, trippy. Yeah, all of a sudden, you know, you give them, you give them like... You know, they, uh, Hey, I'm in charge of the HOA. I can do whatever it's I like want. Like a hall monitor, right? They can. <laughs> oh man, <I'll, laughs> God. I I get into it with people that 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 try to do that. I, yeah. I hate that. You give Bullies, them a little bit of power, right? and they try. But to But you do know, it. HOAs are the definition of necessary evil because we've all yes. had properties where the neighbor will paint their house purple, or they'll just do something outrageous. And there's nothing you can do. It's just, you got to get people that are common sense, common sense, one hundred percent, and not um, you know, and and a little bit. I don't say lax, but you know, I mean, come on, you know, it's it got to be reasonable. Yeah, you know, reasonable. Exactly. It's funny. Uh, I looked. Uh, I was looking to do a garage. You know, one of those um, RV gates here on the side of the house. They're like, oh well, you know, we don't allow those anymore. <laughs> what? They're like, yeah. Well, there's other people that have them. Yeah, that was before we decided that you're not going to allow any more of these. So I'm just, that's it. I, I'm done. It's just because the HOA says no. no. You're not done, Chris. Really? Fight no. the power. on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. On a Saturday night, about six o'clock or about uh, about eight o'clock, just get it done, and all of a sudden it'll be there on Monday, and nobody will know the difference. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's what so I funny? I could accidentally crash the truck into it, and then have to get it fixed. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh my goodness, Chris! Well, I put a gazebo up in my backyard, and the, and the HOA they didn't know about me, it for four years. They wouldn't let me do that either. In fact, they've got all kinds of rules about that. They said I can't put up a, a gazebo back there. I want to do a whole like you know special place just we could do go record. Amazing. Well, if you guys ever get sick of it, come on down to Queen Tucky. Yeah. You know, you, we got a place for you. It's a wonderful piece of America, and we you just leave the communism the right yard. back where you are. Yeah, you just build a whole barn, right? It's, yeah. Just built a whole barn. It's like 22 feet tall, and nobody, nobody can say anything. Yeah. Side note to that I called uh, the town of Queen Creek and said, hey, um, what is the legal height requirement or min- maximum requirement that I can do for a flagpole? And I'm just going to put a 30 foot flag. 
flagpole in my yard. You're doing 30 feet. Oh, huh? yeah. The maximum that I'm allowed to do. And it's going to be a flag that it's is like outrageous. A gas station. People are going to think it's a model home that you can, like, drive by and buy houses. <laughs> and all my neighbors are just going to be like, that, man, should you get a smaller flag, like a 3 by 6 Oh, no. It's like a 10 by 15 Like, really? you're going to be driving down Power Road and like, oh, that's Dylan's house. You're doing that. I, you know, oh yeah. What was that? I heard about Donald Trump had that had an issue with that. They wouldn't let him put the pole because they said it was too high. So he actually built a mountain and then put the. <laughs> no. So Queen Creek is smarter. They go, no, we're going off your base lot line. So uh, they, know, they know that people tried to do that. That's a Donald Trump rule, yeah. right yeah, there. Yeah, that, that literally is. Because I said, so is there a height like based on thing? They go, no, we go off the main lot line of where your home is. So don't be one inch above that. Oh, Got yeah. it. Got it. Oh, yeah. Jerks. Power hungry jerks. Yeah, man. God bless America. There you um, go. It's America. Say it right. <laughs> one quick thing to, to finish this off with real estate. Doug mentioned something really, really important. He said that we brought a check to save that lady's house. And Remember do, those? Yeah. We do that all the time. Uh, I, went, I went and did one in Santan Valley. I had to go all the way down to Florence where we saved this lady hours before her home was sold at trustee. And yep. we... we we paid off her uh, delinquent mortgage at the tune of close to $180,000, right? So if you are in a spot where you need to have this kind of service, we are the only company out there that can do these things. These other iBuyers... They're not going to do that. They're not doing that. You you try calling You're up. You're talking to somebody in uh, in India. That's, yeah. That's, uh, you know, they're, it's a call center. They're VAs, virtual assistants somewhere, call centers in, in uh, the Philippines. Philippines. Mm-hmm. Yep. And on the other side, you have some local people, but they don't have the pocketbook or the belief in the Valley like we do at the Doug Hopkins team. So you have the perfect mix of a large company that does an ex- a huge amount of business and lots of know-how, the right policies, procedures, and personnel on board. And you have the personal touch that when you're in a spot like that, you can make a call and that's it. We can take care of it for you and get you out of that situation. So if you know of anybody or you yourself are in that, please give us a call at one 800 sale now and we can help you out for sure. There you go. And then you guys do everything basically from, you know, the 303 out there all the way to way out here, right? Yep. Anywhere in the valley, we'll get you taken care of. There you go. All right, uh, Doug, thank you so much for coming back. Yeah. It's been oh, fun having man. you back it's here. It's been nice. It's been nice having to listen to the, the last two shows without me. I didn't realize how boring <laughs> you guys are, so I apologize to all of our listeners out there about the last two shows. Uh, glad I'm back. Hope you love the, the, the couple of the funny stories I told today about the birds. I'm never going to live that one down. No. Uh, anyway, really excited for football tomorrow, NFL, go Cardinals. I'd like to see, at least see them play well and, and do, do good things. And then my Jets play on Monday night against the Bills, Aaron Rodgers, my Jets. I can't wait, can't wait. But, yeah, happy to be back, everyone. Have a great rest of your weekend. As always, happy investing. Take care. This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.